0: welcome one more time to another ATD All Things Digital by Kite Consult. and this time talking about one of the latest blog posts that's up there on KiteConsult.com that you obviously saw or um, posts on social media that you're obviously also following at KiteConsult. Um, and I decided to make a video about this because I simply really enjoyed writing that article and actually thinking about it. So I thought maybe so talking about it opens up even more possibilities in you know, how to how to approach things and how just to look at the topic. And the topic was um, seven things the digital threat just can learn from Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan obviously is the number one household name in all things podcasting right now. The hundred something million dollar deal with Spotify. Totally not jealous. Um, UFC commentary, stand-up comedian, former sitcom Um, actor, if you want, to moderator of Fear Factor, and Joe Rogan questions everything and so on. So he's been around for a long time and he's quite famous and now moves on to even greener pastures. And with this latest move in regards to his podcasting career and so on, I thought it just makes sense to look at what did Rogan do? (laughs) What would Rogan do? Uh, What did Rogan do? And maybe can we learn something from that? And well... Yes, we can. So one of the, the things that he always preaches, or that he always talks about in his podcast is, of course you need to do what you love. He says he does his podcast because that's what he likes to do. And he just decided to it and now he loves it so much and keeps doing it and so on. It's his thing. No one tells him what to do, uh, Alex Jones. No one tells him what to do and what to publish or the censor and, and so on. And it's just awesome to do what you love. But on the other hand, he also mentions how he had gigs before. That weren't all that awesome, but he had to do those to get where he is right now, right? So he so he started you know, teaching Taekwondo, was driving limousines, was working as a doorman at some point, I believe. Then he did a sitcom. He doesn't really like acting, but the period of the sitcom were awesome, and so on. But he did a sitcom. He did like he did Fear Factor, which is a stupid show, but um, Joronequest everything, and so on. So he did stints that wasn't exactly what he loved, but he had to do those to A, of course, make money and B, to get to a point where he is right now where he can do what he wants. And when you look at digital strategies, if you're in an agency or even in-house, doesn't really matter. Sometimes you cannot always do exactly what you want, right? So you want to work only for clients that save the world and make the world a better place and so on you don't want to work for big corporations like like marshall and how i Met your mother if you are a how i made your mother fan marshall wants to become a lawyer uh, finishes his studies and then he wants to work for environmental lawyer but he also needs to make money to support his family wife is pregnant and buys a lot of stuff um so he needs to make his decision to maybe first work for a bigger company to make some money there and then he could go to greener pastures and save the world what he then later does as a, as a judge so sometimes we have to work for clients that shouldn't be evil of course so if you really think it's a bad product or whatever you should not work for that but it might not be the dream client and you still need to make it work or if you're working in-house sometimes you have to create campaigns for products or with themes that you're not super mega happy with but you're still like okay yeah sure i mean if it fits the brand if my boss wants it um and after they got my input we will make it work and if you make it work and if you're successful then your boss your client and so on they will trust you they will give you more authority next time and then eventually you can pick and choose what you are um, realizing the second point that Rogan mentions very frequently is that you have to do things with conviction. So no matter what guest he has on on the Joe Rogan Experience, he's always very into it, dialed in, looks them in the eye, asks the right question. Well, most of the time, um, which I think is very interesting because again he's so successful, he wouldn't, he no one would be super mad, or at least he wouldn't feel any repercussions if he wouldn't be all dialed in. But still, even if he has like guests. That aren't. I was about to say Miley Cyrus, but actually he said he liked Miley Cyrus, and for the record, I like her too. Um, hey Miley, um, but if there are guests that might not appeal to the huge audience, and he could just take it, take take a, the foot of the gas and be just a bit more casual or um, just wouldn't go as or prepared in it or whatever. But he still says no. I'm all dialed in for everyone, and that's the same thing you have to do when you when you create campaigns or do you do. Digital strategy, digital transformation, whatever you're doing. yeah. If you create a campaign, you have to be 100% behind it. If you try to implement new digital processes within your company, you have to be 100% behind it. Even if it's not the life-changing process, the super mega awesome life-changing client that you want to work for, you still need to give 100% because what I mentioned earlier, if you make it work, then in the future, you will have more authority, more leverage, and then you can do, hopefully, what you're aiming for. Another thing that Rogan mentions quite frequently is um, don't expect immediate success. He started a draw-open experience like 1,600 episodes ago or something, 10 years ago. And he said in the beginning, of course, not many people weren't watching. And it just, it took a while, and like over the last two or three years, it took really, really off. But before, it took a while. And that's a good learning for for us when we work in campaigns, um, or when we try to implement new digital processes in, in a corporation. It doesn't always go like this. You create a marketing campaign, you're not overnight success, usually, unless you have a really big budget, of course. Then you can push a bit harder. If you're implementing new processes in, in your in your old school company and you want to push the digital transformation forward, but you have to fight, so to speak, against those old processes. You try to have to convert them and make them work, make the transition smooth, that doesn't work overnight. It takes forever at points. So this is then when you cannot lose faith, you need to keep faith in what you're doing, believe in yourself, now I sound like a TEDx speaker, um, and then things will work out eventually if you keep doing it. So don't expect immediate success. Success will come if you work hard enough for it. Okay, that's enough TEDx talk, but you'll see what I'm saying. Hand in hand with what I just mentioned is, uh, keep doing it. And Rogan keeps saying this also, you have to keep doing it, being that the podcasting, the commentary, the stand-up, he says you're only a good stand-up like, after five, six, seven years on the road, uh, everything else before doesn't really count. Um, in jujitsu, what you always mentioned, you have to just keep doing it and keep grinding it, and go there every day to get better and better and better. And same thing here, right? If you don't do it, if you if not, if you don't do it over and over again, if you not keep doing it we're not going to get any better. And so even if you have setbacks, you don't get a client that you want. You don't get a feedback that you want. Your campaign doesn't take off. your digital transformation process isn't implemented the right way or right away. And people aren't as excited about it as you are in your corporation. Um, Don't take it personal, keep working on it, keep explaining it, keep improving it. That's the only way that you get better. And that's very simple. It's not rocket science. But it's just uh, something that you sometimes have to repeat to yourself and think about like, oh yeah, that's true, that makes sense, I'm gonna keep going now. One of my favorite things that Rogan says is uh, the part about feedback. He always tells his guest, man, you can't listen to what people on Twitter are saying about you. And that sounds a bit arrogant, but it does make sense from a celebrity point of view, so many haters out of people just commenting and so on. That doesn't mean that he's not listening to, to, to feedback at all though, right? Um, for example he had Jack Dorsey on the CEO of Twitter and then the questions that he asked the first time around weren't that great that deep didn't really ask the questions that the audience wanted to hear he listened to the feedback that he that he got he invited Dorsey again and then they discussed things in more detail and it was a much better interview with much more interesting outcome in the end so what I'm saying here is be a bit like Rogan don't listen to just every random hater that You you drop a campaign, you release a campaign, you launch a uh, campaign, you create an internal process in order to increase digital transformation, and so on. And then random people will criticize you for you should have done this, you should have done that, and that's not cool You should have picked someone else as your influencer or as your spokesperson, and so on. If it's random people saying this, Mm. if it's someone who someone whose feedback has some merit, listen to it. Right. So find the right balance between. Don't be bothered by random trolling, and find the right people to listen to, and then draw your conclusions. Almost at the end, um, the sixth point that is also mentioned quite frequently on the Joe Rogan experiences: don't buy into your own hype. Now everyone's like, Joe Rogan should um, he should moderate a debate, the presidential debate, debate and so on, and Rogan says, yeah I, mean, yeah, I would do it, but why would I do it? Like, don't if you want to know something about politics, don't listen to me. That's what he says all the time, right? So. Don't buy into your own hype. You have to work harder just because people are like you right now and like, oh yeah, that was a great job. The last campaign, it was really cool. Man, you're awesome. You're the best agency out there. Man, this process we implemented made everything so much better. Oh my God, you're the man. Yeah, don't say, don't sit back and say like, yeah, I know, because that's when you become complacent. And TEDx mode on again. Complacency is the killer of success, right? Uh, so don't become complacent if you're successful. It's time to work even harder to outshine their success, to show that you're not just a one hit wonder. Because in the end, I mean, who wants to be just a one hit wonder, right? <laughs> Last but not least, Rogan always says, know your weak spots. And that's also something that is very applicable for all things digital here. So he says, don't listen to him when it comes to politics because he's just an ape man. He's just a meathead. That's how he calls himself. Um, so if you want financial advice and so on, don't listen to him, because he doesn't know stuff outside of martial arts and stand-up. That's what he says. And so he knows his, his weak points, and that's why he invites people to the podcast that know their stuff in those areas so that he can also learn something from, from them. And he can ask the stupid normal questions. That's always how he describes it. When it comes to marketing, digital strategies, transformation, all the things that we're doing here, um, that also applies. If your client, for example, says, hey, uh, can you also not only come up with the strategy for our campaign, but can you also film or create the, the movie or the TV ad and so on? Of course, you say yes, because you want to keep the client. But then be honest, can you actually do it or do you need help from another agency? Do you need to outsource the process? Do you need to find external help? The same with like transformation processes and so on. Can you spam it all by yourself or do you need to hire another agency, do you need to outsource it, do you need some help, collaboration? If so, then don't be shy to ask for it, don't be shy to find it. Um, it's not gonna hurt you, it's only gonna benefit you. You're gonna learn, you're gonna get some new connections, maybe those connections will, if they need some help, the next time invite you and help ask you to join. So that's only beneficial for everyone. If you would try to do it all by yourself, uh, maybe it would suck at the end and then no one's gonna be happy. So know your weak spots, know, okay, production might not be our strong suit right now. We don't have the personal for that. We're going to find another company, another agency to work together with us on this project. Then next time, if they need someone with your specific skill set, they're going to ask you and invite you over. So know your weak spots. Don't be afraid to collaborate. All right. That's seven things that I think digital strategists can learn from Joe Rogan. Um, Let me know what you think about it. Do you learn, or do you have any other conclusions that you draw after watching JRE? Do you learn anything else from Joe Rogan um, besides that elk meat is really good? Uh, let me know in the comments. Looking forward to this and well, see you soon.